All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. What's happening? What's going on, everybody? It's the Monday edition of Leafs Morning Take. As you can tell, flying solo and on location for today and tomorrow. I'm in beautiful Fort Lauderdale. It's been a phenomenal time thus far. And what a phenomenal weekend for the Maple Leafs. We will get over that and to that over the next 30 minutes or so. Uh, Jay Rosehill, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, will be by with three hits with Rosie in about five minutes from now. Again, he was fired up. I understand it. Rosie is just so fired up about this team. And I get it. It's been an unbelievable November once again. It's like a, the second straight season, right? You look at what they did last year, 12-2-0 in 14 games in November. And they pretty much carried that into 2022 and soon to be 2023. It's It's been an impeccable, impeccable start for the Leafs. So we'll get to that. And I have a guest on today's show as well, Dave McCarthy of NHL.com writing about the Leafs and talking about the Leafs also with Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. So Dave McCarthy will be by in about 10 minutes from now. We'll get his perspective, his thoughts. Of course, this guy uh, is close to the team, always around them. Um, So it's always unique of a perspective to sort of get somebody who is right there in the thick of things when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they're feeling so good about life right now. It really, really is uh, kind of amazing considering where this team was, uh, say, in October at 4-4-2 and two, to where they're at right now in November. Potentially, you never know. And I know Boston never loses. Like, that's another prevailing story. They never lose, so the Leafs never gain points in the Boston Bruins. But I think there's still an outside shot. Toronto could win this division, the President's Trophy. 
things are on the upswing. And I'm very, very optimistic and positive on this Monday. It's probably more so because I'm in Fort Lauderdale. You can't go wrong with that, right? Uh, remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, concerns, or questions, you can do that. Drop us, uh, drop me a line, I guess, not us, because um, Jay's not here. Uh, but drop me a line in the chat below. I can get to it. I can break it down if you got a comment, if you have a concern. Uh, general overview of this season of November thus far for the Maple Leafs. Drop me a line. I'll bring it up on air, and we'll discuss further. Because, again... Feeling very, very optimistic about this Maple Leafs team as they get set to wrap up their four-game road trip tonight in Detroit against the Red Wings. Look to sweep that away. Uh, they're on a crazy eight-game point streak right now. It just things are things are positive, very, very positive in Leafsland. And, and again, it's incredible that three weeks ago the sky was falling. Barry Trotz potentially could be coming in, and now it's uh, same old story for the regular season. Toronto Maple Leafs. They found their groove. Austin Matthews scored in the weekend. They're on the upswing. There's no doubt about that. Let's get over the boards. And so, as mentioned, so a matinee affair on Black Friday, which I thought was tremendous. Anytime you can get a matinee affair in for the Leafs, you're feeling good. And then they go into Minnesota, which is typically a tough building to win in. I, I know Minnesota struggled this season, but you get Marc-Andre Fleury coming off injured reserve. And they did exactly what was needed to win that game. They peppered Fleury. They executed I thought special teams was really, really good. And all in all, just a really, really impressive win. Uh, tough, tough building to play. And I think any barn in the NHL, for the most part, is difficult to win in. But I think when you flex your muscles on the road the way the Leafs have been doing so, uh, you're gonna, I'm going to be impressed. And so they did that. And then I think the gravy on top to everything was going into Pittsburgh, the third matchup with the Pens <clears throat> in 15 days. And you go into Pittsburgh and you score 40 seconds in the game, like Mitch Marner. There's not much more you can say about the guy, right? Like he is on a different planet right now. He's playing with so much confidence. And this is the Marner that is the polarizing guy, which you would love to keep around for his entirety of his career. He's a local product. And there's a reason why you pay Marner that money. He has been big money Marner lately. But again, the Stanley Cup playoffs are a different game. I'm not going to get to that. I'm going to stay optimistic because Marner and, and the point streak has been so impressive and when he's playing this type of style in this game always seems to have the puck on his stick and that's the one thing i've really really noticed so they beat minnesota they beat the pittsburgh penguins and it was more so how they did that that really really impresses yours truly just the fact of how banged up they are on the back end to go into those specific barns and win hockey games uh it, it was just the, the team buying i haven't seen this in recent memory and i'm including previous seasons just when you look at who they're missing with with Riley, with Brody, with Jake Muzzin, to step up the way they have, like Mark Giordano can't say enough great things. I know Justin Hall takes a lot of heat, but I think he's been much better as of late. Everybody's elevated their game, and the unity defensively has been the big story and maybe the story that's not getting enough press and play right now. All in all, you have to feel good about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know one person who's always constantly feeling good about this team, and that's Jay Rosehill. Here's, here's another edition of Three Hits with Rosie. Hey guys, welcome to Three Hits with Rosie. We are back. I'm breaking down the three takes I got on what is giving the Toronto Maple Leafs so much success as of late. Number one, team defense. Their team defense has changed drastically. I feel like they've been thrown into the fire, no doubt, with the amount of injuries they've had right now. But all those guys on the back end who have had to step up the minutes, and yeah, the Justin Holes I'm talking about, but Geos and, you know, 
guys coming out of the the minor leagues and guys getting their first NHL games and guys just really getting thrown to the fire and everyone seems to be responding in kind and it's really nice to see it's not always been their strength by any means and you got to give a lot of credit to the forwards as well they're playing kind of a team first we got to protect the house we got to get back we got to come up the ice together it's not that slinging uh you know loosey-goosey stretching at the blue line type of hockey they're understanding that we got to buy in and it's almost like they're forced to do it right you you don't just get the option to slowly build into this. You'd be getting killed right now with the amount of injuries they've had. And they've slowly just, or quickly rather, bought into this team defense first mentality and it's serving them really well lately. Number two, Mitch Marner. I mean, it goes without saying this guy's on absolute fire. But what impresses me the most about this 16-game streak, it's not like he's just out there getting four points here and there and then quietly going away for a few and you forget and then he has a big hat trick night and everyone's raw run again he's he's shown consistency and that's what this streak is about me is that you know in 23 games he's had points in 21 of them like every game he's showing up and being on the scoreboard with his play and it's not this flashy fly-by-night kind of stuff that will you know inevitably a player like him can get hot and, and just light the lamp a bunch of times it's more of that consistent thing where it's not going to go away in the playoffs it's not going to burn out it's like it's this solid thing that he brings every single night and he's showing that clearly and helping these guys rack up wins no doubt about it the number three thing that i see right now and probably the most important is character. These guys are showing major character. I mean, they used to go out there and try to win a game 7-5. They'd try to rely, rely way too heavily on their stars, hoping that someone's going to get four or five points and ride them right to a victory. And how did that treat them? You know, you could rack up some regular season points, no doubt, but it's not a recipe for winning playoff rounds for winning championships you look at the teams that get it done they have that more well-rounded team look hey, Dave, and this team has been thrown to the fire like i mentioned and they are showing major hey, character buddy, yeah. by Sorry, i forgot falling that. into place with that more well-rounded look it, they, they're forced to do it you can't loop and shoot and swing and gun and and play that kind of pizzazzy flashy hockey that gets them in trouble so often they've just kind of completely abandoned that they're not blowing any leads they're not laying eggs to bottom barrel teams like just assuming they're going to win they're really coming together and showing some real character wins where they where they step on the guy's throat when they're down and they're doing it as a full unit it's not just one or two guys every night that are just stealing the show they're really doing it together and you know crazy to say but all these injuries they've got in november might be the best thing for them because they're seriously forging out a pretty pretty impressive um identity right now as a as a team and it's been fun to watch and you know we hope that it just becomes a habit and it just keeps going as we get guys healthy and as the year goes on and we go into the new year my god look out if this is the kind of stuff that they're working on and they continue building on so let's go see it again on monday There you have it. Three hits with Rosie. Uh, unmatched uh, content in my world. Rosie always bringing it. And again, he is very, very excited about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, another man I love speaking to on a daily basis about all things, all life, uh, including the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's Dave McCarthy of NHL.com and SiriusXM NHL Network Radio. And he joins me now from his estate. Dave, my dude, how are you on this Monday? We'll, we'll keep it to pucks today. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, obviously, it's a it's just a, a much different feel to start with this Maple Leafs team. And I, I love the contrast in, in backgrounds. It's got the Christmas feel for you. I'm here in sunny Fort Lauderdale. I'm looking at the beach. But 
man, you got to feel good about this Leafs team right now, eh? I think you do, because the last time they were in a neck of the woods that resembled where you are, not Florida, but California, similar weather, there was a lot of element of concern when they limped home after that very distressing road trip. But since the the calendar of November uh, turned, or turned to November, I guess more accurately, uh, they've been really good. And it's been impressive to watch because I, I'll be honest, Nick, I, I had significant elements of concern uh, at the end of October. But when you look at everything that they've gone through to this point, like put it this way, if you and I had a sat down at the beginning of October and I would have said to you, Nick, listen, here, here's how it's going to go. First uh, two weeks, three weeks of the season, it's going to be terrible. Really, really not good at all. And in saying all that, Jake Muzzin will have been out for essentially most of the season, only play four games. Uh, Matt Murray will play lousy on game one, get hurt in the morning skate in his next start, and then miss a month. Ilya Samsonov will miss three weeks. Uh, In that time, Morgan Riley will be out for a month. Uh, TJ Brody will miss three weeks. And Austin Matthews will be at a boring old Randy Carlisle phrase. Just okay. You would have been like, what? Oh boy, that's that could be uh, could be a tight spot. And in saying all that, here they are, what fourth in the NHL at this point of the year. So it, it's been kind of impressive how they've done it. I, I don't really know. You have any ideas? Not really. Like I, I said earlier on, I think the biggest thing that's impressed me thus far, Dave, is the buy-in defensively. And you're around this team all the time. You're at practice. You're at the game. You're you're right there with them. Like. What have you seen that has changed significantly in, in that aspect? Because I think any you know any team, you look at what they have on paper right now, there is no way you should be going into Minnesota than into Pittsburgh and winning back-to-back. I can't remember a time there's been this much buy-in in that team. Well, and I think the fact that they've lost uh, Morgan Riley and TJ Brody and Jake Muzzin and even throw Jordy Ben into that conversation too, right? Because yeah. when he came back into the lineup, he, he was really good for, for four or five games before unfortunately getting hurt again. Um, maybe this will be a blessing in disguise because it's really forced the rest of the group uh, to zero in and, and play strong defensively, not just the two guys on the back end, but as a group, as a group of five guys on the ice. And they're having success because of it. Now, uh, the good news is is that TJ Brody will be back at some point. Morgan Riley will be back at some point. Jordy Ben at some point will be back. So you'll get your your reinforcements. The cavalry will come home, so to speak. The question then will be to prevent a letdown, as as a lot of teams tend to have when they get those type of personnel back in the lineup. Look, Boston was in a position where they needed to tread water the first month or so of the year. They got their cavalry back in the lineup, like Marshawn, McAvoy, Grizzly, all these guys, but they didn't have a letdown, right? They just kept chugging away. That'll be the test for the Leafs. But I think in saying all that, what we've really learned here is that the Leafs can do this. They can play that way, uh, strong defensively. Question is, one, do they um, often enough? The answer to that question will have to be yes if they want to go anywhere. But I think the the broader issue here is, remember, against the Lightning last year in the playoffs, like, I don't know about you, you didn't really have too much, much of an issue with defensive play. fact of the matter at the end of the day there was, just like it was against Montreal when all the chips were on the table and against Columbus when all the chips were on the table. We think of this team as a, as a team that's high-powered offensively. 
they couldn't score when it mattered most. And, and that might be something that Kyle Dubas will have to keep in mind as we get closer to the trade deadline here. Yeah, I think you're bang on. Like, I, I think that's the common misconception with this Leafs team, more so because of the personnel on said roster, is that they're not good defensively. They've actually been pretty decent defensively in the tenure of Sheldon Keefe, and that's continued in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I, I think you're so bang on. When they've needed that big-time goal in the Stanley Cup playoffs, it just hasn't been there. And and to that point, Mitch Marner, um, again, you've covered this team closely for a long, long period of time. Is he playing the hockey as a Maple Leaf right now? Oh, he, it's right up there. I mean, I don't like to really get into that game all, all that often yeah. for a guy, especially like Mitch, because there there have been some other uh, tenures uh, of his Leafs career where he's been pretty damn good. I mean, he almost had 100 points last year. But um, is he playing as good as he has? And look, I'm not I'm not shooting the question in the foot or anything like that. But I think my, my point is, is that he's been a very good player for this team for a long, long time. And right now, um, he, he's, he's, he's playing good, right? Like you can't ask for more out of Mitch Marner than, yeah. than what you're seeing right now. The guy's producing, he's generating, um, he, he's making whoever it is that he's playing with, uh, better. Um, you know, he, he, at times people get on his back. Here's the funny thing about Mitch Marner the guy. What does he have a 16 game point streak right now? Could make it 17 tonight against, uh, Detroit. Any other player in the league has a 16-game point streak. It's headline news. Twitter's blowing up. I, I, I get this feeling that despite a 16-game point streak, I still think there's an argument with some people saying, oh, yeah, has he really been that good? Like, You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. – you can't play better than the guy's playing right now. Um, I think he deserves even more credit. He's getting credit in some corners, but I think he deserves yeah. – it should be unquestionable credit. That's how well he's playing is how I'll put it. I'll be honest. Like, I shit on the guy quite a bit, but the way he's been playing lately, like, it's it's just been impeccable. And I, I just – I think when he's at his best, he always seems to have the puck on his stick, and he seems to be an engine. And we've been seeing that as of late. And certainly, I think, you know, to your point – I think the big thing is, is that Leafs fans are just so tired and fatigued of sort of the regular season conversation because it's so different yeah. from the Stanley Cup playoffs. So let me ask you that as, you know, as somebody who covers this team, is there anything that, that sticks out for you that leads you to believe that this, this story is not going to end the same way? Uh, let me pull out my, my, my crystal ball here, perhaps my, my silver <laughs> Bring it out. There it is. Let's see if we can look into the future here. Um, look, if uh, if they I love that. for for, for <laughs> you, I know how you, I know how to get to you there, buddy. Um, look, for, firstly, here's what I'd say: um, the defensive play needs to stay where it has been, and and that's I would say lower on my list because, like we talked about a moment ago, defensively, at least the last couple playoffs here haven't really been an issue, so that's good. Um, uh, have they learned something from last year? Like, will they be able to get the big play at the right time that they haven't been able to get against Tampa Bay and against Montreal and against Columbus? You know, like eventually you have to figure, even without giving it too much thought or, or drawing graphs or charts or anything, the law of averages will eventually kick in the Leafs' favor, right? Like one of these days... Matthews or Martyr, Nylander, Tavares, or who knows, like Pierre Engvall, maybe. 
will score in game six when all the chips are on the line. It has to happen one of these days. So, um, you know, there's that. The law of average has got to tip in their favor one of these days. Goaltending, that to me is the other thing that's that's wild. Like if I had told yeah. you Matt Murray was going to miss a month and Sergei Samsonov was going to miss three weeks and Eric Shogren was going to play a bunch of games here through through the first part of the season of American Thanksgiving, or, or as they call it in America, Thanksgiving. And I would have told you <laughs> that, you know what? Goaltending won't be an issue. You'll be like, what? Really? But it hasn't been. Yeah. Um, and I think there's another guy that deserves a lot of credit since he's come back in the lineup. Matt Murray has been fantastic, like really, really, really good. So the goaltending looks like it may not be Andre Vasilevsky between the pipes every night, 65 games, and you don't even think about it. But it looks like with this group that they have, that it will hold up. And whoever it is that's available on any particular night um, will be good enough. So will it change? Will it be a different result in the playoffs? I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I come back to something that Joe Thornton told me a long time ago, like four or five years ago. And um, in that case, I was asking him about what he, this was when he was still at the top of his, his, his game, right? What, what he yeah. doesn't like about having to go up against uh, quality shutdowns. But I think the broad point is still the same. He was like, ah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like we go, I, sometimes I win, sometimes he wins, right? And you just, you try to put your best foot forward. And that's really what it is at the end of the day. There's no magical formula that you can you can unlock and just do this and go here and go there. And if you do that, you'll win. It, it doesn't work that way. You have to put yourself in the best position to win, play the best that you can up to your capabilities with the personnel that you have, and then you let the chips fall where they may. And, and the way the Leafs have played in November, um, you could not ask for... Uh, a better style of hockey to roll into the playoffs with, if they can keep that going to take your chances with that's, that's how I'd say it. No, I, I like that. Like, I mean, that's a tough question to answer. Clearly if we had the answer, we certainly would not be here. We'd be on a beach. That's somewhere. Right. Well, I am on a beach somewhere, but you, like, you know you what are. I'm saying? Like it, it just, pardon me. You are on a beach somewhere. Not a big deal. So yeah, I, yeah. Not a big deal at all, but you're right. Like I, I think that's such an accurate assessment. And I was going to ask sort of a follow up. Like, does this remind you? And it's so good of you to bring up Matt Murray because yeah, it's it's. I I don't know. Like again, I still tread carefully with the guy, and you know, I cover fantasy hockey because it is Matt Murray. He gets banged up quite a bit, but you have to give credit where it's due. You know, he's been fantastic since coming off injured reserve. Does this remind you a lot of what Jack Campbell did last November? By the way. Well, yeah, for sure, right? Because Jack Campbell was was bananas last November. Like, we were talking mm -hmm. last year at this time, legitimately, when we thought the NHLers were going to go to the Olympic Games, that that Jack Campbell would start for Team USA, or at least have a great chance to put himself in that mix. Not just make the team, but start. That's how well he was playing. Yeah. Um, so, sure, yeah, because... Uh, as well as Jack Campbell played uh, last November, Matt Murray is playing good this time. The issue with Matt Murray is, and I don't know about you, Nick, but I have yet to be able to recalibrate my mind to a point where every time he goes down, I'm not thinking to myself, is he going to get back up? 
every time I wake up in the morning and I make my way down to the morning skate. Um, is, is he is he going to have the gear on today, or is is something going to have mm-hmm. come up? Like I haven't been able to recalibrate my mind yet to not think that way. I think it's understandable given his history over the last yeah. two plus years. I mean, how long will we have to go before we can recalibrate? Can we ever? I, I don't know the answer to that. I think to me, it's probably going to take most of this year. Um, but like I said. Um, whether it's it's Murray available, whether it's Sergey Samsonov available, whether it's uh, Eric Schalgren available, whoever has been in the net on that given day, by and large, has played either either great as Matt Murray has played, um, and and Sergey Samsonov there for for a few weeks after Murray went down, or I'd say good enough um, as Eric mm-hmm. Schalgren has played. Um, you know, and, and you listen to, to folks who, who, who focus on numbers more so than you and I, they, they say, I ah, just give me league average goaltending. And like, I'm really not big on that. I, I think you, again, like we, I was going back to a moment ago, you can't just say, well, if you get that save percentage and this goals against, and that shooting percentage, you win. It doesn't work that way. It's when can you make the, the right save at the right time, all that type of stuff. But you know what? When Eric Shogren's been between the pipes, generally speaking, he's at least given the team a chance to win. So you you hope that Matt Murray can continue on in this this way, um, that he can maintain his health, uh, because if he can play like this, I mean, this is you can't ask for better goaltending than this. And again, the underlying story is the unity, the team defense, the buy-in for this team right now. And it's been a joy and, and a lot of fun to watch this in a while. And it's always great to catch up with you, Dave. You you bring it and you brought it as per usual. Appreciate your time. We'll catch up down the road, okay? Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you having me. Anytime. That is uh, Dave McCarthy of NHL.com. And obviously, of course, Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. Check him out. Fantastic follow. And just brings it, um, not only from the least perspective, by the way, covers the entire NHL. So if you want some fantastic takes, make sure to follow along with Dave McCarthy. And thank you, thank you so much to him for uh, for dropping by here on this Monday to break it all down. The Leafs getting set to visit the Detroit Red Wings tonight. Uh, two red-hot teams, by the way, Detroit has won four in a row. And I mentioned the Leafs, uh, an eight-game point streak for them. They're 6-0-2, looking for their fourth straight win and looking to sweep away this four-game road trip. Again, it's just... Uh, it's uh, incredible to me just uh, how different, you know, the vibe is around this team in three weeks, how, how different it could be from the end of October to here now approaching the end of November. And they're feeling very, very optimistic about the future. And we'll see what they do ahead of the trade deadline. Still a couple months away, granted. But uh, again, everything's great in Leafsland. The wrap up is brought to you by our friends at Points Back Canada. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So another fresh slate, another fresh week. I, I, I gave Rosie the go-ahead last Thursday, American Thanksgiving. He hit it. And uh, when we get Rosie back on the show this week, uh, coming up tomorrow, maybe I'll give him another play because he deserves it. Well done, Rosie. Well done. So tonight's game, it's Detroit and Toronto from Motown, uh, two red-hot teams. Having said that, I think the hotter team, in my world at least, is the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're feeling great about uh, life right now. I like the Leafs to score first in this game, which if you do recall back in October again when they went 4-4-2, and two, they were constantly chasing the game. Well, that narrative has shifted quickly in the last little while. In fact, the Leafs have scored the first goal in six of the last seven games. So I'm going to make it seven of eight. I think Toronto scores first against Detroit tonight. So that's my play. Again, you can look at some other props. Austin Matthews, it looks like he could be turning a corner. William Nylander scores every game, it seems. Uh, Mitch Marner, I think maybe you look at over a, a goal and a half. I just wonder in general if we see some offense in this game. We remember the games last year and how crazy and chaotic they were. And I just wonder if it's replicated this year. Granted, again, it's a much different Detroit Red Wings team. So that is my look for tonight's game is the Leafs to score first. Again, they've done it in six of seven. With that in mind, I'm going to wrap today's edition. Uh, many thanks to Dave McCarthy of NHL.com and also SiriusXM NHL Network Radio for hopping on. Brought it as per usual. The Leafs are feeling good. I'm feeling good here in Fort Lauderdale. And don't forget, I'll be back tomorrow. So if you have comments, concerns, uh, Jake Tucker, by the way, writes in on YouTube. Great commentary. Appreciate that, Jake. And um, he was alluding to, of course, having Dave McCarthy on the show. Dave always seems to bring a unique perspective when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And certainly it helps that... He covers the ins and outs of that team on a daily basis. And uh, again, there's just a really, really good vibe to this team. We'll see what memory has in store. But I wouldn't sleep on Detroit. Um, you know, for a team that was praised for their offseason activity and many felt would take that next step, I would say Detroit has lived up to expectations so far. So coming up tomorrow, Rosie's going to be back in the mix. Uh, we'll break down this game against the Red Wings and um, – We'll also get Rosie's extended thoughts. I know three hits with Rosie's been a thing uh, the last two episodes. We'll get his extended thoughts uh, on another really, really impressive weekend for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So we'll leave it at that. Looking uh, forward to watching the Leafs. Take care. Yeah, yeah. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.